we all want to sell more stuff, right? I mean, we want to sell more art. We want to sell bigger pieces. We want to sell more of the skills that we've got, right? If that's true, why do none of us want to learn how to sell? So the big question is this, how are artists, jewelers, and art-based business owners like us who make our own products and run our businesses, how do we find the time and the money to push our creative limits and still grow and scale our companies? This is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. I'm Mark Farrell, the jeweler, and welcome to The Jeweler's Philosophy. What's up, everybody? I'm Mark Farrell, the jeweler. Welcome to The Jeweler's Philosophy. Today, I want to talk about selling a product. Now, here's the thing that's weird. We're all in business. Everybody that's listening to this podcast, I'm assuming that if you're listening to The Jeweler's Philosophy, you, A, are an artist, B, you make a product, and C, you are either, you have a business, you are wanting to start a business, But all of that, businesses need to sell a product. And I find it really, really interesting that for some reason, so many of us feel that it's bad to learn how to sell a product. I don't even care if it's any product. It doesn't matter, right? It's very interesting to me when I talk about sales and marketing and stuff like that to my friends, colleagues, other people, and they tell me where they're like, but I'm an artist. Yeah, but you're also a business owner. And I think that it's crazy because if you're the artist and you're also the one selling it, it's like you don't want to sell stuff. Why do you hate money? Don't hate money. It doesn't make any sense to me, right? Here's the thing. There's tons of different avenues to beat this game of selling, right? But at the end of the day, the way that you have to do it is you have to learn how to sell a product. Now, there's lots of different ways that you could do this, right? You could do it through e-com. You could do it through face-to-face. You could do custom pieces, commissioned pieces. You could do really super high-end builds and then create different supply and demand, right? There's only one. It's hand-fabricated. You show the whole process. You do this whole build-up, and then you sell it as, as a unique one-off, right? You could make a really high-end product and have it manufactured at a really high level and then sell the snot out of it. There's multiple different ways that you could do this. You could, it, do, it doesn't matter, right? It's not so much about the mechanism of selling. It's about the idea of realizing that to be in business, to stay in business, to make more product, to have more time, to make more work, make more art, make more influence, make more whatever, right? We all need to sell a product. And so if, if what you're wanting is, if you're in this place where I was a few years ago and where I sat for a long time, how do I sell more of what I'm making, right? Most of us are going out of our way to learn new skills, to acquire, to do more of the process, the making. And I'm not knocking that at all, right? I love my process. I love collecting things to make my process easier, better, more efficient, right? So I can say yes to more things. But the, the thing that's crazy to me is that it uh, now I'm, I'm looking at this two years down the line of, of really learning about um, selling a product and, and avidly going after how to wealth build and make a big influence, right? Make a big 
make a big dent in the things that I'm actually trying to create, produce, and make. And the thing that's crazy to me is that the thing that I'm really figuring out is that it's just a different skill set, right? And it's now it's part of my process. Selling is part of your process. If you're an artist and you're a business and you are making a product and you're selling that product, marketing sales is part of your process. It shouldn't be a dirty thing, people. Let's go. <laughs> like, you know, because let's face it, when you make a piece and you throw a Hail Mary price on it and you're like, oh my gosh, this is the most expensive piece I've ever I've ever made, right? We all have that one piece. We all have that first piece, right? And we're like, this. If I could just do this, it'd be over. Right? In jewelry, a lot of that is people that want to get into engagement rings and wedding bands and stuff like that. And they think that if they could just do that one piece that they would have it all figured out. And I'm not saying that you're wrong because I thought that this is the same thing, right? But the thing that's crazy is that if you're looking at your process as acquiring just new skills to continue down the path of you are under the impression that if you learn to do this other skill or you're doing this other thing or it's going to open up some more doors. I, I had a conversation with a friend of mine over Instagram the other day, right? And he was telling me about his engraving and how he wants to do more engraving because, you know, and he stopped, he did it and then he stopped doing the engraving. And the reason was because he couldn't make it lucrative. And I said, well, that's easy. I was like, the, the price of the ring or the object is X. And you charge for the engraving on top of it. My bare bones standard pricing for engraving like a wheat leaf pattern, for instance, on a ring is $400 on top of the price of the ring. It's not all added in, it's, it's extra. But part of that is the sale, right? And so I, I get to say what that is, and, but I can talk that up, you know? It's, it's multiple levels, but I can also give them the different things that it's going to do, and I can talk it up, I can build up the value, I can make it, I can make it be very attractive and that attractiveness comes with a price, right? But there's, there's way different things when it comes to selling. I mean, if you, if you love making your product and you realize that you don't wanna be the one to hemorrhage the money to make it and then store it and not get rid of it, but you wanna have this rolling income per se, right? Like that it's, the jobs are bought and paid for. I mean, I'm lucky I have a different, a different schematic than a lot of people, right? Everything that I've done for the last primarily 10 years has been all commission-based, right? So it's all already bought and paid for. I collect half down before I start it, and then I collect the other half when I finish it. And the thing that's, that's nuts about it is, people told me they're like, you know, you can't, make, you can't make a living doing that. Well, I've done it for 10 years, right? Now I wanna do more I want to do more and I want to do it differently. And so now the last two years I've been working on selling differently and learning about it and everything else like that. And to me, all it is, is just a different skill, right? It, it's another skill because all of the skills in theory that you are collecting, you either are under the impression it's going to make your product better, right? Like engraving. If you do, if you, if you do the engraving, right? If you learn how to do it and you can do it quickly and you practice and everything else like that, then you can just wrap it into your cost, right? Because now it becomes part of your process, which is totally true. But the other end of it is maybe you're looking at that and you're saying, well, if I learn how to do the engraving, then I can charge for engraving, right? Somebody can bring me a ring and I can engrave it and I can collect the $400 on the engraving, which is also true. But the difference is, is that with the, with the sales, 
right? It's no different. I mean, you're gathering the engraving skills to utilize them and to create, to generate, to up your value, to you're doing it to make money, right? Or you're doing it because you want you want to include it in your product, right? So say you want to start setting faceted stones, but you don't know how to do it. You're gonna learn how to set faceted stones, and now you can add that to your arsenal, and now you can add that into your own work, right? But every skill that you're acquiring in theory that, that pertains to your business you're doing it not necessarily for fun, you're doing it because you think that at some point it's gonna have a payout. And so what I wanna propose is, if that's true, and you're acquiring skills to create or manifest money or income, why not think about investing money in actually how to generate and acquire income, right? You may not need to do anything differently to your process, except for learn how to sell the process better. Think about that for a second. Like, to me, when I realized that, because I was one of these people, right, I was one of the artists that was like, I don't need, I don't wanna learn about selling, I don't need to learn about sales and marketing, I'm an artist, right? I don't need any of that stuff. My art's gonna sell itself. And I found out that that's not necessarily true. I mean, I found out that it was true, but I also found out that it's a slow boat. I spent eight years in that boat. I spent eight years in that boat trying to figure out how I could generate more sales and if I could just make my product better, I could make a better mousetrap, I would be able to, like that would make me more money. And the thing that I found out was that it wasn't really true. And it wasn't really true as it pertained to my process because even though my product is better than most, which it is, the problem was nobody knew why my product was better because I was missing the testimonials from sales and I was missing the marketing end of it to get out in front of people and let them know and be my own biggest advocate. That's the two pieces that I was missing. And when I decided, when I looked at them and said, okay, sales and marketing, right, is not different than my making process because one side of it, I have to make my product and I have to make it very, very well, right? That's the education end of it. That's the exploratory end of it. That's figuring out what your making process is, right? You want to be a master. You want to position yourself as a professional, as an expert, right, in your field to your customers. And I'm not disagreeing with that at all. For that, that takes education and practice and time and everything else like that. But so does the marketing end, right? And and the selling end and everything else like that. I mean, I still, to this day, I've got a website that is my e-commerce website. And it's, it's what I want it to be, what I wanted it to be. The problem is that it doesn't work. I mean, it, it's there and I get leads from it but it's not necessarily functioning well. You can't, you can't purchase anything from it. It's not, there aren't any products. I don't, I don't have anything that I make that is already finished that I can put on there, so I don't really need e-commerce right now, but that's what I'm working on changing. That's why I'm making the production line, right? But I'm taking something that I've already made, that I've tested in the market, and, and I know that there's a giant response to, and now I'm trying to make it, I'm going to be making it at the same level, but I'm going to be sourcing different people and companies 
that are better at things than me. Like I do my own casting and I'm good at casting, but there are companies that are all they do is casting. And I'm not talking about the major casting houses here. I'm talking about like major giant companies that do casting for companies like Tiffany and Pandora and, you know, other big high end companies. And so if I can, if I can attach myself to them, right? And, and I get to teach them how to QC it and I teach them how to make it, right? But then I can use their expertise of their machines and their, uh, their casting process, their other things like that. Now, now I can make a product. Now I can make something and I can make it in volume and have it be extremely high tolerances, extremely high quality, right? At just as high as what I'm doing or maybe even better because the casting units, you know, they're not using a, a $7,000, $10,000 setup like I'm using to do all my casting. Their one machine is 30 grand. Well, and they've got full-time people that all they do is know how to use it and they've been doing it all day, day in and day out for 10 years or better. I haven't done that. I do lots of stuff, right? But when I look at, when I look at what the sales and marketing really is, it's just another skill that I feel I need to learn as, as a business owner, as an art business owner, as somebody that wears 90% of the hats in my business, including the sales and marketing. When I looked at that and I thought to myself, you know, I can either take this class that then I have to practice and hopefully somebody will ask me for this skill that now I've acquired, or I can double down on the skills that I'm already super good at and I can learn how to sell those skills more efficiently, easier, better, more effectively, reach more people, unify my messaging, find the people that actually want, buy, and love my product, right? That's all sales and marketing. I mean, if this is sounding like something that you're dealing with, right? You've got great customers and they are really in love with your product and they love you and they love the product. They love what you're doing. They love how you're doing it. They love the messaging, everything else like that. Maybe it's worth it to you to figure out how to amplify that messaging and that market and get in front of more of those people and refine your messaging so you can find more of those people more effectively. That's where I'm at. I love my process. I love finding new techniques and everything else like that. But, you know, great scenario. I wanted to learn how to cut gemstones very badly. I learned how to cut cabs back when, and I did a lot of that in my work. And then I, you know, I always had this goal that I wanted to, to learn how to cut stones and, and cut gemstones. And the problem I ran into was it's an entirely different discipline. It still interests me, and I hope that one of my kids wants to learn how to do it because then I will make it a point to do that because if they want to learn it, then I can spend time with them and I can, I can learn how to do that. But right now I love my process and I love my product. I just don't get it into enough hands. So now I'm learning how to reach those people more effectively and refine my messaging so I can reach more of them more effectively. But with the messaging that I've got and the things that I'm doing, they're going to find me more effectively and more efficiently. That way I can service more people. I can get my product into more people's hands. I can make a difference in more people's lives. I can give people 
more of the jewelry that they're looking for that I'm already making, but they don't know me at all, right? That's where I'm at. And, and, and what I would recommend is that, you know, I would challenge you to think about your product. You love your product? I mean, honestly, like, do you love it? Like, raise your hand. If you love your product, raise your hand. Now, if you love your process, raise your hand. What if you didn't have to change anything else? What if it's not about acquiring more skills that deal with the making of the thing, but if you've got that down, like I do, maybe it's worth looking at the other end of it, which is how can you sell and market those skills more effectively and more easily? Because for me, for eight years, 10 years, right? The way that I found customers, up until I started really diving into this and doing a lot of this stuff, the way that I find more customers is by a Google image with good tags. That's not a great marketing plan. That's like casting out into the ocean and hoping that there's a fish there. The difference is going to where the fish are by using other tools, sonar or whatever, right? experience, hiring a guide. If you've ever been on a fishing charter, you know what I'm talking about. I went to the Outer Banks and last time I went, I wanted to fish. So I'm sitting there on the beach and every day I'm getting up at four in the morning. My uncle told me, it was like, you got to get up and you got to go fishing at four in the morning, but you got to get over top of the break. So I'm sitting there, I'm slinging this, this rod, right? I mean, I'm just trying to get over top of this break over, over the, like where the, the reef or break or whatever the heck it's called is. I had to get over that. That's where they all hang out. I didn't catch anything in like five days. And it finally got to the point where I called one of my friends who lives down there, runs a charter. I said, dude, it's my last day. I want to run a charter because I want to catch something. I don't want to do, I don't want to be sitting there all day humping this rod, right? Making, getting nothing. Like that's not cool, right? And that's what I was doing in my business, right? I'd make something, I'd take a picture, I'd tag it and it was tagged well, but I would put it out there and hope people found it, right? That's the, that's doing it from the shore. And so I called my buddy and he was like, all right, he's like, well, it's 1500 bucks. You can bring five people. Okay. So I, I, I pull my, I pull out my credit card. I run my credit card. I pay 1500 bucks and we caught like 40 or 50 fish. I mean, it was amazing, but he knew where to go. We hired a guide, right? And, and we, we went and we got better information and we, we did that and it was amazing. And so what I would tell you is if you're thinking that, because I, I know how to cast, I know how to reel it in, I know how to clean a fish, I know how to cook it, everything like that. I just didn't know where to go to get the fish, right? And your customer is the fish. You've got all the other parts. You've got a great product. You've got a great message. You've got a great you know, process to make that product, but you don't have a way to get rid of it. That's sales and marketing. Maybe it's worth looking at a better way to get those people into your world, right? And think about it as part of your process. Process part, you know, extrapolate what that is. Your process isn't necessarily just knowing how to take raw materials and make a finished good, right? For me, that's what it was for eight years. But now my process is beyond that, right? There's two steps. Step one, make the product. Step two, sell the product. And so now I'm looking at all these things and I'm saying, okay, I can do this really well, but now I need to figure out the other end of my process because my process doesn't end when my product is made, 
My process ends when I deliver it and ship it, when it leaves my door. Otherwise, I'm going to have a safe full of work. That's not what I want, right? I want a safe full of work that's already going out the door or that I have an avenue to get it out the door. And that's what I'm working on. So what I would tell you is extrapolate your process. It's the other part that all artists don't, it seems like all artists don't want to actually take into any account is the moving of the product. And so don't look at sales and marketing as a negative thing or as a bad thing or as something like that. Think of it as a different piece of the process that you also need to learn because it is the part that generates you money. It's the part that makes it so then all the other stuff makes you money. It's, it's something to think about. And maybe you've never thought about it. Raise your hand if you never thought about it like this. I didn't, not for eight years. It's crazy. It's totally worth it. I would recommend to everybody, I challenge you, if you're listening to this and you're thinking to yourself, man, that's a bunch of bunk, right? But think about it. Think about it, right? Maybe you want to level up. Maybe you've got a whole bunch of, of processes that currently you can't use, right? Maybe I talked to somebody the other day that's, you know, they're doing, they, do, they were doing just silver and gold and now they're offering brass. You don't go down. Uh-uh. Don't go down. What you have to do is you have to learn how to sell the product that you're already making. Don't change your process. Don't change your product. You don't need to mess with that stuff. You don't need to change it. You don't need to find a cheaper avenue. That's bunk. That's bunk, right? Find a way to sell the product that you're already making, the process you're already in love with. Don't worry about the rest of that stuff. Solve the problem at hand. Don't try to find a different route, right? It's like coming up to a bridge and you've got the money to pay the toll, but you think to yourself, you know what? I'm not going to pay the $5 to go the five minutes over the bridge. I'm going to find a freeway around and that costs you four hours. You're right. It saved you $5 of money in your pocket. How much gas did you spend? How much time did you waste? I'm paying that $5 for that five minutes, man. It just makes more sense. I mean, to me it does, right? And maybe to you it doesn't, but I would challenge you to... To, to question that thinking because that's the way that I was for eight years. Well, I've got the $5, but I really don't want to spend it. It just doesn't add up anymore to me, guys. You know? I mean, I look at that stuff. I look at that way of thinking and it's, you know, it's, it's that whole thing like you're going to cut your nose off to spite your face. I just see it differently. Don't think of sales and marketing as being sleazy. It's part of your process. It's just like doing your books or learning how to price your stuff well or learning how to manufacture your product. It's no different. You got to get it out the door. Stop hating on it. Stop hating money. Love money. Money's not hard to get, but you have to figure out the most advantageous ways to get it. And if you're your own boss, you also get to make that choice. You get to make that decision. You get to make that call. It's not a bad thing. You just have to make it what you want it to be. So go out there and figure it out. Find some better information about moving your product because it's part of your process. And if you're trying to refine your process and make it better, it's just part of it, guys. Don't be afraid of it. We all have this weird thing that like, we think that we need to be this starving artist and be over here all quiet doing our own thing. It's garbage. Get out there. Get your message out there. 
If it's worth you spending your time to make it, it's worth you spending the time learning how to sell it. Go and get some sales training. I'm telling you, it's totally worth it. I promise. It's money well spent. That's what I got for today. This has been The Jeweler's Philosophy. I'm Mark Farrell, The Jeweler. I'll see all of you guys later. Have a great day. For even more information about growing your art-based business, head over to buffalocraft.com now. There, you'll find our most recent offers. And be sure to sign up for our email list so you get the most up-to-date info about what we're doing and working on. While you're there, check out the Mill t-shirt. Head to buffalocraft.com now.